1: And welcome back everybody to another episode of MLB DFS Quickets. Your Tuesday, April sixth edition. Hope everybody had a good Monday. Lots of fun action on the diamond. Uh, Yankees went off. Dodgers went off. Astros are still looking good. The Gigantes picked up another W. Might have lost Tatis for a while. That sucks. Uh, lots of good. Lots of bad. JD Martinez just keeps hitting Dongs. Just Dongs Martinez, folks. It's very simple. Just remember that. Just Dongs Martinez. So lots of fun. Fun seven game slate. Cash games are crushing right now. So that's been fun. GPPs are doing okay as well with the cash games. We're loving life over here at MLB DFS MLBDFS. You can follow me on Twitter at BDntrick. If you ever have any questions, hit me up on Twitter or come join the free Fantasy DJN Slack chat. Go check out the goodies there. Also, if you want to um, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, we'd appreciate it. It's at all your listening platforms, Spotify, Google Play, all that good stuff. Um, but if you want to check us out, iTunes, rate and review. We'd really appreciate it. Last but not least, um, go check out the video on the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Feel free to subscribe and like and all that good stuff over there. The guys would appreciate it. It's an awesome channel. Lots of good videos for other stuff, waiver wires, football content, baseball content, you name it. They got it at rotoballer.com. So come check it out there. I do the premium content Monday, Wednesday, Friday for values plays. Tuesdays and Thursdays, your DraftKings plays. So after you listen to this show on Tuesday, go check out the free DraftKings plays article on rotoballer.com. All right. We have a eight-game Tuesday slate to talk about There's some early games. I'm not going to be talking about them because not on the main slate. So if you have questions for those, chat, Slack chat, get it done there. Mets, Phillies, we have a total of nine. Jays, I mean, Rays, Red Sox, total of nine. Brewers, Cubs, waiting on that one because Wrigley Field. Blue Jays, Rangers, nine and a half. D-backs, Rockies, Coors Field, ten and a half. Dodgers, A's, eight and a half. White Sox, Mariners, seven and a half. Gigantes, Padres, eight. So keep an eye on all that good stuff. But I mentioned it on Monday's podcast. Pitching was bad. We knew it. DeGrom was great. Rodon was great. Got that done. But what I also mentioned, with the bad pitching on Monday, meant we were getting ever closer to some aces days. And we got some today, folks. We have four really, really electric aces and some other nice options to go. Might need to find some value bats because the value pitching, not so much. But let's get into that pitching. You Darvish, $10,000 at home against the San Francisco Giants. Great spot against the Giants offense. An offense that has been hit and miss, preferably better versus lefties than righties. darvish big strikeout stuff. No problem using you Darvish at $10,000. Not my top play. We'll get to my top play shortly. But no problem with you Darvish at 10K. Kershaw's at 95. I probably won't be using any Kershaw, but you're going to get a nice low-owned bounce-back potential spot against an A's offense that is struggling lots of injuries. Uh, to top it off, Loreano out and company, and Kershaw was in Coors, it was bad, I'd imagine a bounce back comes, he might get some low on Kershaw at 95, for the bounce back reason, and the main reason, at $9,300, he's 9,600 on FanDuel, the third price pitcher there, he is number one in my heart, and will be number one pitcher in all of my lineups on Tuesday, Lucas Giolito, 9,300 bucks, against the Seattle Mariners. We saw what Rodon just did. We saw what Giglio did against the Anaheim Angels in Anaheim. He made Mike Trout look human. Like he was striking on everybody. He looked great. Give me the Lucas Cy Young Giolito in Seattle at 93. I'm pretty much going to play him almost every start, especially when he's this cheap. Like he does not deserve to be the third price pitcher, let alone below 10K. So Giglio, 93, plug, play, go. I don't care if he gets hit. He's going to get. He's going to make, say, 28 starts, 30 starts this year. There's going to be five, seven starts where it doesn't go right. That's just baseball. Hopefully less, but you never know. But I'm going to keep playing him because he's going to win us a lot of money. So Gio at 93. I'm in on Tyler Glass now against Boston. A lot of swing and miss in this Boston lineup. They went off on Monday, but you got to consider who they faced. Michael Waka, bullpen, not the ace bullpen either. Once you're losing, you put the scrubs in. So, you got Glass now with that slutter, which looked phenomenal against the Marlins. You get the swing and miss in Boston here. Glass now at 91. Really, really good play. I like the idea in, in um, cash games going G Lito, Glass now, saving some cash. Obviously, Darvish, great cash game option, but you can save some money. Go G Lito, Glass now, go get some bats. I'm looking forward to building that kind of cash lineup. You can definitely make it happen. If you want to save some more money, though, if you want to pivot off the big dogs, those are the big four. No problem with any of them. All really good options. But if you want to make some pivots here, Marcus Strowman is 86 hundo at uh, Philadelphia, making his season debut. A Phillies offense, which we know has some popping in it but really hasn't exploded yet this year. You get Strowman at 8600 bucks. Not a bad play. Not in love with it, but not bad. Um, you go to Wrigley, you got Peralta at 76, Alzale at 74. Tough for me to play either of them on FanDuel, and they're really cheap on FanDuel. They're like 64 or 66. But the quality starts in question, so it makes them tough there. But on DK, give me hopefully five good innings with some strikeouts so you can go to Peralta and Alzale. Not in love with it though, because I'm not sure how far they let them go. But there is some appeal there, lots of swing and miss in that Milwaukee lineup, especially if you're looking at Alzale. But both have some upside for sure. But if you're going cheaper, the couple I would take a peek at, like Chris Bassett, I always love, but I'm just not targeting the Dodgers. Um, my main cheap option here is Aaron Sanchez at 63 Hundo against the San Diego Padres, a Padres lineup that will be Sons, Tatis Jr., poor one out, but um, also a San Diego team that will strike out from time to time, and Aaron Sanchez with the increased velocity on paper should lead to more strikeouts. He looked great in the spring training, striking out his fair share. So a guy like Aaron Sanchez at 63 in a tournament hopefully gives me five innings. If he could do what Di Scalfani did on Monday night, beautiful. Do what Carlos Rodante would be outstanding. I'm not, I'm not expecting – Five and dive with 9Ks, but hey, give me five, give up three runs to strike out seven. I'm in. Let's go. Let's do this. So Sanchez at 63 would be my punt play on this slate. So recapping your pitching, you got Darvish, Giolito, now up top. You could go Kershaw if you want. It's Gio for me followed by Glass now, but that's a pricing thing, plus Gilito's just the boss. You got Stroman, Peralta, Alzale in the middle. I prefer Stroman in the group just because I kind of have an idea of what he's going to do innings-wise, pitch count-wise we're Peralta and Ozley lots of question marks there and if you're punting give me some Aaron Sanchez all right let's go to the bats on this eight game slate catchers position if you're paying up Grandall 52 went deep on Monday loves hitting lefties but it's very expensive for a catcher tough to pay for like Will Smith will Contreras they all went deep on uh, Monday i'm just talking i just don't pay up for catchers unless it's like a really really good spot i will from time to time i'm not going to say never say never Feifel said never say never so that's not the case but uh, it's just not something I'm looking to do. But like you can save some cash, James McCann at 39. If you're stacking some Mets, he's in play for you. Um, but you can still get cheaper. Yerman Mercedes, he's up to 3,500 bucks against the lefty Paxton. No problem going to that. That's where I could probably start my list. Mercedes at 35 is a guy I definitely like. Um, Danny Jansen's day to day is keeping eye on that. If Kirk cracks the hand, uh, Alejandro Kirk, I believe I saw him earlier. He's 22 hundo, I think. Where'd you go, Kirk? Where's my boy, Kirk? Come here. No, he's 2500 Hundo. 2500 So if Danny Jansen's out, 2500 bucks is definitely something to keep in mind when they're with the Toronto catchers. He'd be a really good value. My other value is like Vic Caratini's always in play at 31, but Dom Nunez at 29. Elias Diaz is at 29. But if Dom Nunez gets to start for Colorado in Coors versus Luke Weaver. You're going to sense the trend, folks. Luke Weaver, well, we already like to target Colorado. That's easy. But Luke Weaver in Coors, yes. So twenty nine hundred bucks for Dom Nunez, definitely on the board there. Omar Narvaez at twenty seven. So it's like go Mercedes at thirty five if you want. Otherwise, it's Dom Nunez at twenty nine, Narvaez twenty seven, maybe Kirk at twenty five. That's your catchers. You want to spend up a glass now on Gilito? Save on your catchers. Very simple. First base position, you got a Brave versus a lefty at fifty four. It's always worth a serious consideration. Uh, You got a couple other guys up here. I'm not going to really focus on those, though. But like Christian Walker and Coors at 45. He's got some good history against Marquez as well. Love the Toronto-Texas game as a pivot off of Coors Field. Love it. Really, really love it. You have Vadito at 44. He homered on Sunday. Another RBI knock on Monday. He's in play. Mike Brousseau, first base, third base eligible. The right-handed power bat for the Tampa Bay Rays. Loves the platoon versus lefties. He's 4300 bucks. He's hit decently in a small sample versus Perez. So you can give him a peek. A few others to look at. Yandi Diaz down to thirty eight, but like mentioned Toronto, Texas. Tanner Rourke starting for Toronto. Nate Lowe is on fire. He's thirty eight hundred bucks. I, I love if again, if you're doing cash, if you're looking to save, if you're going glass now, Julio, you gotta save some cash. We talked catchers. Nate Lowe's thirty-eight. CJ Cron is thirty-seven in Coors versus Luke Weaver. So it's like if you're paying up at first base, it's because you're stacking and you're probably not paying up for pitching. Because you can get Nate Lowe, you can get CJ Cron, very good floors with upside. Um, some other options for you here. You got the likes of, excuse me, sorry, allergies are fun. Um, you got Croninworth still, with second base, but he's thirty six hundred bucks. I just put him in cash every day. It's just great. He had three more knocks on on Monday night. Croninworth at thirty six, really good cash game upside for you there. Other than that, just keep checking your lines. Like Rowdy Teles only like thirty two hundred bucks if he cracks the lineup for Toronto. Really good look there. Um, Texas got Dunning open with a follower coming in. So 3200 bucks for Telez. Nice upside stack. Like if Kirk's in the lineup and Telle's both hitting kind of middle to back, you get a back end stack for Toronto or some, you know, like a four, five, six, seven or something. There's, there's ways to do it when you see what the lineup looks like to get creative. The only other thing I'll mention, I'm pretty much going to mention him every day because I'm a Andrew Vaughn believer. I haven't played him in a few days, but he's 2500 bucks for his Paxton. I just mentioned him because eventually he's going to go off. So if you're making a ton of lineups, don't forget about it. If you're making just a couple, you don't have to you don't have to play Vaughn. But if you're making a bunch, don't forget about Andrew Vaughn. Second base position, Marcus Simeon at 46, really bringing it at the top of that Toronto lineup. When deep again on Monday, and he's got two homers and two steals already to start the year, hitting for a good average. Like him quite a bit. If Gavin Lux is leading off, he's 4200 versus Bassett. He's really cheap on FanDuel, so keep an eye on Lux. Only if he's leading off, I like him. Otherwise. The appeal kind of gets lost. Uh, Jeff McNeil, I like the Mets. as kind of a sneakier stack against uh, Anderson in Philadelphia. McNeil's 3800 bucks; He's really cheap on Fandle at 27 So I love him on Fandle, especially in cash on Fandle. Um, for DK, he's a stack option because in cash, I want Corona worth of $36. i will save the $200 uh, in that situation. But a couple other Coors plays. Eduardo Escobar, uh, 3800 bucks. He's also cheap on Fanduel. Um Escobar's really good. He's, he's hit Marquez, well, he's second base, third base eligible. You got Ryan McMahon at 37 versus Weaver. So, some discounts for Coors here, but still Cronenworth at 36. He's your cash play second baseman, and you go from there. Colton Wong, 33, don't hate it. Chris Owens, second base outfield at 3,300, and Garrett Hampson at 32. They're both cash viable, obviously, if they're to line the lineup, and you can skip on Cronenworth if you want, or you can play them in the outfield. Cronenworth can play first base, second base. Owens and Hampson can play second base outfield. They're cheap. They're affordable. They're in Coors Field against Weaver, So that's really, really good looks in those scenarios. Other than that, Nick Madrigal at 29, if he's leading off for Chicago, which he, I believe, I believe he led off on Monday night. Forgive me for forgetting all of a sudden, but I believe he did because Tim Anderson is injured. When he's leading off at 29, he's got cash upside because I don't think there's a lot of power there for GPPs. But get a couple knocks, score a couple runs. He's usually cheap. You can look at Nick Madrigal in that essence, but he's got to be at the top of the order. Third base position, uh, you know, you got Machado, you got Turner, you got Bryant. I'm just going to pass on those ones. I'm going to start below 5K and start with guys like uh, Kevin Biggio at 45 if you're stacking Toronto only. You got Vlad Guerrero at 44, Biggio went deep on Monday. Those are stack pieces there. I mentioned Russell earlier at 43 um, for Tampa Bay. Not a bad look there as well. Yandy Diaz, Eduardo Escobar, Ryan McMahon. Guys we mentioned earlier, multi-position eligibility definitely fit at third base here. I don't really feel like paying up at third base tonight. I'll take some savings because the pay-up options I don't really like for stacks or one-offs a ton. So I'll be looking to kind of take some of those positional, flexible guys and move them over here to third base and go that route. Other than that, there wasn't a lot that stood out. So it's kind of that mid-range I mentioned, the flexibility um are the targets for me at the position the only other guy I want to keep an eye on is if Wyatt Math- Matheson starts for the Diamondbacks he's third base eligible at 25 hundo, so he's someone to keep in mind if you want to go really cheap in Coors but uh keep just keep an eye on that shortstop I'm always interested in Corey Seager at 5,800 bucks I don't care the price tag he's that good you got Story and Coors at 54 which is outstanding versus Weaver that's a great price tag so those two guys are paying up. I'm in on Francisco and at 5K. I don't hate versus Anderson either. Uh, Boba Shedd at 47 has got some nice appeal against Dunning. So there's some pay-up options if you want those. Uh, Willie Adamas at 38 versus Perez. You can get behind that if you want to save a little cash. Um, you're pretty much paying up at the position. Or you could go to Kim versus Sanchez because Kim will be playing for Tatis. He's second base shortstop eligible. He came in and hit second, but that's where Tatis was. We'll see where he's hitting on Tuesday, but uh, he's 27-hundo if you want to go that route. The guy I'm looking for right there, Geraldo Perdomo, is 25-hundo for the D-backs, likely starting for the injured uh, Nick Ahmed. So Perdomo at 25-hundo starting in Coors Field is a name to remember for value potential, cash upside potential, if not part of stacks or just general value play if you want to get some some uh, offense in, or some pitching in there, some other offensive pieces. So keep a reminder on Perdomo at shortstop for the D backs as a cash game play. Outfield is loaded as usual. You got your Dodgers players, you got Harper, you got Yelich. All these guys are going to go off from time to time, but Blackman at 52 and Coors is hard to ignore. And if you've listened to the show long enough, I don't just sit here and go Coors, Coors, Coors. I usually hate playing Coors, but when it's Luke fricking Weaver, you play Coors. That's just that's just sometimes you can't avoid it, but I really want to. That's why I, I like Toronto Texas. We'll talk more about that when we talk stacking. I think that's my pivot, and we'll talk more about it later. I'll I'll finish the outfield first. But you got Blackman in play there. JD Martinez keeps going deep. He's five K. Randy Rosarena, I think is a guy to start slowly playing from time to time because the, the he's going to get hot. He's forty nine hundred bucks. He's in play. tell Marte at forty six. I like quite a bit. I think that's a good value for a, a hot bat in this lineup um joey gallo at 42 love him he is my home run call of the night on a different show i do so joey gallo at 42 i'll be going back to that well with tejas we'll talk about that like i said later um mark connor went deep on monday but manny margot against perez i love he's thirty nine hundred dollars he's been batting fifth or sixth most days So margot is a strong piece if you're he's a strong cash game play he's a strong one-off in tournaments he's a strong piece of a tampa bay stack because he's a great price point he hits lefties well. He's hitting the ball well, period. Really good spot for Margot, and he gets overlooked a ton. So I like that a lot. Um, if you want to get contrarian, Jock Peterson at 3,800 versus uh, Freddy Peralta. Most people won't want, won't want to fade Peralta. Jock Peterson's that kind of guy that can strike out three times or go deep because the guy throws a fastball over the heart of the plate. So Jock jams at thirty eight. It's a very nice GPP play today, all or nothing. Brandon Nimmo and uh, Lourdes Gurriel, both at 3,800 bucks, great value. Same with Michael Conforto at thirty seven. So the Mets are that sneakier GPP stack. Nemo's cheap. Conforto's cheap. We've talked about a couple, like McNeil's cheap against Chase Anderson. You can take advantage of that. So some good cheap options. Again, if you're making cash game plays, there's nothing wrong with a Nemo, a Gurriel, a Conforto. They're not all, like, lock them in cash, but they're debatable. You got David Peralta starting for Arizona in Coors Field at $3,700. That's cash game. Like, you could probably stack it, too, because it's Coors Frickin Field, but 3700 hundo for David Peralta, who's a great batting average guy with a little bit of pop. Thirty-seven hundred, that's cash games, folks. That's what you're looking for when you're building that kind of good stuff. David Dahl at thirty-five, swinging a good stick for Texas. Texas is affordable, um, so we like that quite a bit. If you want to go cheaper, Larry, uh, Larry Garcia, second base alpha probably playing shortstop for the White Sox with Nick Anderson. He's thirty-four hundred. Probably not running to play that because I like some of the guys above him, like Dahl and company. Or you got Owings and Hampson at 33 and 32. So you got some savings right there. So you probably don't need to go to Garcia. He was more so in play like on Monday where the options weren't as strong. But uh, you don't really need to go there on Tuesday. um, Other than that, we slide on down. If Lacastro makes the lineup, he's only 3K in Arizona. So you can go that direction. But um, otherwise, check your lineups. You'll you'll get some more discounts. I hate the fact Billy Hamilton's playing a lot. That's just disgusting. Like Pat Pavin Smith, 27, Hundo. If he cracks the lineup in Coors, that's just criminal. Sam Hilliard's only 26. Please play Sam Hilliard. Raimel Tapia, he's got whiplash. Let him rest. Go play Sam Hilliard. If Sam Hilliard's in the lineup at 26, you play him in cash. You play him everywhere. So that's just... The the lineups are very, very important for Coors because there's a lot of sneaky value there, which obviously won't be that sneaky once the lineups come out because it's Coors Field. But, like, when you're building early on, they look really good. Uh, One of the last guys I'll mention here for value-wise, Eli White's been playing a ton for Texas. He's $2,300. They like him a lot. More GPP, though, than cash. I know he's cheap, so people, like, assume cash right away. Not so much with him. He's more of a GPP stacking type option with Mr. Eli White. All right, let's recap your pitching on this slate. You got Darvish up top at 10,000. Gilito, 93. now 91. You could go Kershaw, 95 if you so choose. Give me all the Gilito. I want Gilito and now in cash. I want Gilito everywhere. I think they're all very viable, all very interesting for ownership pivots and all that good stuff, so don't hate it at all. It's all Gilito all the time for me. Uh, Marcus Stromer, like at 8600 bucks as an SP2. If you want to go there, if you want to save some more Peralta and Alsley are very intriguing more so on DK. They're cheaper on Fanduel, but I don't think they even can get you a quality not think they go that far. You're playing for hopefully five innings, a couple runs, good amount of strikeouts. That's what you're praying for. So it's just a little tricky. Like if we were mid-season, I knew what their innings were. I'd probably be all in on some of those guys. A little trickier right now. My punt's Aaron Sanchez at 6,300 bucks. I like the upside there with Aaron Sanchez. You can definitely have some fun in that one. Let's stack them up. Let's stack them up. You have Coors Field. Very obvious. Arizona, Colorado. You want the Colorados head against Luke Weaver in a big, big way. There's some nice value. Owings, Hampson, potentially Hilliard, and some other CJ Crone, McMahon. Some good price bags. Dom Nunez to go with your stories and your Blackmans and all that good stuff. Um, I love Arizona. Still, they got some very nice values. I like Peralta a lot for cash at 3700 hundo. But like Christian Walker's reasonably priced. Eduardo Escobar's good. Like Cattel Marte is reasonably priced for Coors Field. It's a great game to stack. That's simple stuff. Toronto, Texas. Arizona, Colorado totals 10.5. Toronto, Texas is 9.5, second highest on the slate. Uh, you yeah, Tanner Rourke. He's hit and miss. He can limit hard contact. Probably gets the Toronto bullpen early before the Merry Weathers and the Romanos of the world. That's always good. Texas has Dane Dunning opening and then another scrub. So I absolutely love this game. Toronto, there's some very nice discounts like the Gurriel's and, and some of those guys. In a lines mentioned Kirk, Tales, some interesting really cheap values to go with your Vlads, your BGOs, your bichettes, who still aren't overpriced. Um, so you can go that route, or you go to Texas. Gallows 42. You have Doll at 35, you have Low at 30 uh 38. There's your 234. That's cheap. That helps you get glass now in G That's really cheap. There's other options too. Like you you can stack that game up. And have some fun. I like Toronto, Texas. Kind of has that uh, Kansas City, Texas feel that we had on opening day. So I'm liking that one there. If you need some other options, though, Tampa Bay's in a great spot versus Boston. Don't forget about Manny Margot. Uh, the Mets are very stinky versus Philadelphia and very affordable. Very affordable. Nemo, Conforto, McNeil, Dom Smith. Very affordable stuff in that one. So lots of ways to go on your Tuesday. If you have any questions, I'm on Twitter at BD The, the, um, Slack chat, fantasy DJ and Slack chat is free. Just ask me, hit you up, get you in there. All that good stuff. If you can leave a rating and review on iTunes, we'd much appreciate it. You can get the podcast on all your listening platforms, but iTunes is the only one that takes that kind of goodies. So a rate review helps the podcast out a ton. Also, if you want to watch this face for radio, rotoball Baller YouTube channel, subscribe, like, share all that good stuff. They have my show and many other great fantasy pieces of content over there. So go check them out. I also write five days a week at Rotobar Values Articles, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, DraftKings Picks, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So when you listen to this podcast on Tuesday, go check out the DraftKings Picks. Uh, Last but not least, um, that's about it. Always pressing PGA DFS podcast is out there to get you ready for the Masters. So we got that stuff. Jesse and I broke all that down. Bench with Bubba, episode 360, recorded that with Bafflip Crazy Going over week one fab and much more cool stuff there. But until next time, everybody. Good luck on your Tuesday. This was your April 6th edition of MLB DFS Quickets. I'm out.